0: Starting the morning off with God is the key to strength and success in your day. Good morning! Today is Ash Wednesday. In biblical times, it was common to sprinkle ashes on the head as a sign of repentance and humility. Ash Wednesday marks the beginning of Lent, which is the time we contemplate our relationship with God and identify the areas in our spiritual life that need work. The ashes are a physical reminder of our Lenten journey. By receiving the ashes on our heads and keeping them on through the day, we are recognizing that life passes away on earth. Therefore, we strive during Lent to turn away from sin, refocus our lives on following God's commandments, and look towards the kingdom of heaven. Please join me in praying the morning offering prayer and prayers for our Holy Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Quote from St. Joseph Cafasso: Heaven is filled with converted sinners of all kinds, and there is room for more. Meditation of the Day, an excerpt from Meditations on Death, Preparing for Eternity, by Thomas Kempis. Consider also the severe weakness and debility which often precedes the actual event of death. This debility and weakness is truly nothing other than a herald of our mortality and the oblivion which will engulf our earthly being. The period of severe illness which precedes death for many is not, indeed, the ideal time for repentance. Apart from its extreme uncertainty of duration, it is generally a time when the spirit and the mind are gravely weakened and strong resolutions have become virtually impossible. And if one is confined to bed, genuine emendation of one's life is hardly meaningfully possible at all. For the person confined to bed and in the throes of physical and spiritual dissolution can hardly undertake any real works of piety or penance. Thus, deathbed repentance is inherently uncertain in its efficacy, since its sincerity is not demonstrated or supported by any works or reformation of life. It may be efficacious in some instances, but it cannot be relied upon, since not even the person concerned can be certain of the genuineness of their contrition. Consider next your own self in your dying moments, and reflect upon the stains of your conscience your unatoned sins, and your unamended vices. These will all flood into your heart as a bitter torrent at that fateful time, like a river of regret or a stream of sorrow. And each unatoned crime and unconfessed sin will painfully prick your heart like a sharp and uncomfortable thorn. How much you will then long for another year of life and health, or even another day or another hour in which to atone and amend yourself. O mortal, reflect carefully upon that unknown time when you will come to your final hour, and when the lethal hand of death will fall upon your shoulder, and when you will be compelled to cross that dark stream from which none have ever returned. When you enter into the realm of eternity, your whole past life will seem like a mere moment and appear to be like an insubstantial dream from which you are now awakening. Reflect upon the immense pain and torments which await so very many, countless multitudes in fact, and often all for the sake of some passing momentary pleasure, be it the gratification of the physical senses, or the appeasement of pride and vanity. Reflect also upon the infinite joys and blessedness which those condemned will have lost forever. This irreparable and infinite loss is, indeed, perhaps more severe an affliction than any of the other torments which could be imagined. Scripture verse of the day I pray that, according to the riches of his glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 16 through 17. Saint of the Day. The Saint of the Day for February 22nd is Saint Margaret of Cortona. Saint Margaret of Cortona lived between 1247 and 1297. She was born in Tuscany, Italy, the only child of a working class family. She lost her mother at age seven and had a poor relationship with her stepmother. Margaret was spoiled, willful, reckless, and beautiful, and at the age of 17 she left her father's house in the night and became the mistress of a young nobleman. She lived with him in his family's castle for nine years and bore him a son, but he did not marry her due to her lower social class. One day he did not return home from a journey, and his hound came back to the castle alone. The dog led Margaret into the nearby wood, where she discovered her lover brutally murdered. This shook her to her core. Her eyes were opened to the sinfulness of her way of life, and she became deeply repentant. She left his family castle with her son and sought out the Franciscan friars for spiritual direction. She then reformed her life through intense prayer, penance, and self-discipline, eventually joining the Third Order of St. Francis and living in strict poverty and great charity towards the poor. St. Margaret of Cortona is the patron saint of the homeless, reformed prostitutes, midwives, single laywomen, the mentally ill, and the falsely accused. And today, February 22nd, is the feast day of St. Margaret of Cortona. Readings for Holy Mass for Ash Wednesday A reading from the book of the prophet Joel, chapter 2, verses 12 through 18. Even now, says the Lord, Return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. For gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. Perhaps he will again relent and leave behind him a blessing, offerings and libations for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, proclaim a fast, call an assembly, Gather the people, notify the congregation. Assemble the elders, gather the children and the infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom quit his room and the bride her chamber. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare, O Lord, your people, and make not your heritage a reproach with the nations ruling over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord was stirred to concern for his land and took pity on his people. The Word of the Lord. Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 51 Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness. In the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin cleanse me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. For I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 20 through chapter 6, verse 2. Brothers and sisters, We are ambassadors for Christ, as if God were appealing through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who did not know sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Working together then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, In an acceptable time I heard you, And on the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 and 16 through 18. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your Heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret They neglect their appearance, so that they might appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Prayer of Spiritual Communion